right, well, welcome back to the show. Hey, hey. What's up, everybody? Welcome Hi. to the All About It podcast. I'm your host, Bennett. I'm Ariel. Your main man, Bennett, and I Ariel really are fast. here. We're here once again. <laughs> We're here once again, having some fun, coming back with another episode, another installment today. You know, I'm not sure. What's today's episode all about? It's all about creating content. Sweet. <laughs> Sounds good. My, my, uh, my future favorite pastime. Creating content. I don't even know what that means. Why don't you tell what is what is content and what is creating? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it into the category of what I do for a living and what you help me with. For a living for the most part. Um, it's one of the pillars, as you like to call them. Love the pillars. <laughs> the pillars of destiny. Um, well actually it doesn't need to be work related, but you know, in terms of online content creation, creative direction, photography, social media, media, Instagram, video, Twitter, Twitter, (laughs) Twitter. I think it's Twitter. Let me take that again. Twitter. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But also YouTube. Yeah. But it's also like, do you, is it, so it's, is it a requirement to participate with social media to consider it? No. Absolutely not. So you can do it for yourself. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. In fact, I was uh, chatting with a friend yesterday, and she said she's been off for two weeks. Off what? Off social media completely. Cold turkey. And she's like a happier person. She has less brain fog. She just feels better in general. And I'm like, damn, that sounds nice. I'll tell you, it's it's like a cesspool of negativity sometimes, and then it's also like a nice warm bubble bath of positivity. It depends on on the day. Yeah. You know? Sometimes you're the winner, and sometimes you're the loser. (laughs) <laughs> but not here not on our show you're always a winner to us yeah so turns out there's a lot of questions people have out there when it comes to content creation a lot of different avenues yeah i went on instagram yesterday and asked you what you wanted to know about creating content and then i told you in confidence that i ate two peanut butter cups in a row which then led to more and i just still have like guilt for some reason for the for eating peanut what is butter wrong cups? with me but you're not are they like reese's <laughs> No, they're Trader Joe's, so there's no calories. I think the only guilt is that you didn't go full on and get the Reese's. You went the dark chocolate Trader Joe's route, but no judgment. Shocked. No judgment. How do you eat a Reese's? Um, All at once. One bite? (laughs) One bite? I bet. Hey, you only eat stuff like that like twice a year, so might as well. That is not true. Don't make me see. We're going to jump right into some of these questions because. These questions are good for a, a lot of reasons. Yeah. There's a lot of information hopefully we can unpackage. And so let's just get into it. Yeah, guys, I'm just going to riff. I like it better when I just like hear the question and then go for it. So here we go. <laughs> okay. This question came up a lot. Okay, what and is it? And it seems really simple, but I think it's also maybe one of the more complex. And it's just how do you get inspired to create content? So lately, I would say not being on my phone at all. Like, get off my phone immediately. Um, I love looking at those vintage magazines we have. Do you know which ones I'm talking about? Sure. Like Harper's Bazaar. Well, I took that one page out of one of the Vogues that I have because it was just a plain picture that took up the whole page of this portrait of that woman's face and I blew it up to be like 40 by 50. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. It was orange and I made it pink and it's like... Looks great. My favorite thing. Like top No, no one asked you to things. do that. Yeah. So I highly recommend just looking in a book or nothing electronic. <laughs> like <laughs> I feel like I do get a lot of sparks of inspiration on Instagram but not in the sense of like I'm seeing something for the very first time I Mm. feel like every time I go on it's it's someone's version of what's been done so many times well I've been noticing and that's great because everyone can express themselves in their own way which is what I love about it but then it's also like repeat 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 but in a different way and like whether it's editing or a pose or the way that you style something it's like I just feel like we're coming to a head with like how many more things can we repeat 
there's a <laughs> what, lot of, what do you think about that there's a lot of people and i yeah. think we also kind of have a little not a hive mind but i do when it something, too when something cool is going on you know it it gets shared yeah and a lot of other people then you know do something similar is that, what, is that what inspires you, though, is making sure that you're kind of on the edge of what's happening and what's new? So that takes, like, you have to pay attention to things while they're happening. Or do you feel like you get inspired just by waking up and going, okay, you know, grabbing your camera and just trying to make something happen? I think a little bit of both. Hmm. But just, like, raw inspiration, I feel like it's either when we are out and about, you and I, and we see stuff or, you know, when we're driving together and I see an old car and I'm like, pull over. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do everything I can to, like, take in everything around me and whether or not we're, like, you know, abiding by traffic rules or not. Yeah. Well, I think a, a <laughs> big kidding. piece, and I was talking to a good friend of mine recently that's kind of struggling with this idea of being inspired and being motivated and, like, they know what they're supposed to do. They know what they want to do. But some reason, it's just not happening. Yeah. And they kind of blame themselves or they feel guilty for it. Like they don't have the energy. They don't. Or maybe they're good Monday through Friday this week. But next week, they just hit a wall. And, you know, that creative wall is real. Yeah. It's tough. And you you should expect it. It's, it's going to happen. But I think a big component of why you've been successful and why you don't feel like this, it's like a big chore to do this thing is it's kind of just part of your lifestyle. It's how you look at the world. So it, for some people, it's like it is a job. It's a, it's a chore. It's like a lot of work yeah. to like get in the room or pull out the camera or whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. You know, maybe it's editing photography. You're good with going out into nature or doing your thing. But then you have the pictures and you don't know how to show it or you don't know if you should edit it. Should you keep it the same or you know, hashtag no filter? Right. Or do you really just mess with it and have fun with it yeah. and see what that feels like and really it's like it's not about what you're doing today or this week it's about creating something that you're happy with like the process mm -hmm. so that you don't have to feel like you have to get inspired yeah. like you have to get going yeah you always feel happy about working on it yeah and you feel like there's progress being made I think that could be a huge motivating factor if you feel like you're making progress you feel like you're learning something you know, that's a big key, I think, to making it easier to feel inspired. I'm not always feeling it. It's not always on. I'm no one I'm, is. I'm, I'm, I'm like never feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling like making dinner and I'm feeling like not getting out of the bed. Those are the things that I'm feeling. I love that. And like maybe watching a football game during the football season. Like my motivated my motivators are very like normal man motivators. So to get out into nature, enjoy the weather, yeah. beautiful waves. We live in one of the most beautiful places around yeah. in Southern California. Yeah. So you go walking up the street and you see palm trees and wild parrots yeah. and like all kinds of crazy And now butterflies foliage. for the butterfly enthusiasts. <laughs> right. So uh, some people have it easier than others. That whole finding the motivation, yeah. finding the inspiration and... Really, it's you got to just put yourself in the position, I think, yeah. to to progress and feel yeah. like you're gaining momentum. You're gaining steam every day. You're doing something well, builds on top of the last day that you did it. And you over time, it just gets easier and easier. And people will look at you like, oh, my God, how are you doing that? And it's like, it's just another day. You know, it's just, you know, one more day of you putting some time into something that's fun. Well, what's. What's interesting about my where I've been and where I've come from with my career and what I love to do is that at the beginning, I was like going to the flower fields with my mom when I was a junior in high school and taking the kind of pictures that I do now, except I was just, you know, fresh. Like I hadn't learned anything. I was just playing around with my new camera I got, which was a Nikon D50, by the way, if anyone is like remembering shout out to Nikon remember Supporter 2006 <laughs> so but now like that was then and this is now and I'm doing the same thing but in between it was a lot of discovery and figuring out what I don't want to be doing and now I'm almost going back to my roots and 
like the example is like going back to the flower fields, but now everyone wants to go. Because <laughs> the flower fields inspire you. I guess what you could say what that. about the flower fields inspire you? Like what makes you feel col- color, excited? Color, texture. Color. The different ways you can work with it. Smells. Angle yourself, guys. Smells. Get on the ground. If Love anyone a- if anyone talks to you, just tell them I sent you. Love a good flower. <laughs> Why not? I'm big into flowers yeah, right now. We're gonna if, go you look at, if you look at my uh, my Instagram, which is, you know, nothing to shake a stick at or write home about. <laughs> but I'll tell you, got some good flower picks. I'll pat myself shake on the back two times. Shake a stick at? Two times. Some good ranunculus. All right, next question. Some good daffodils. Blow your mind. All right, All we're right. moving on to the next question. So to answer the question, how do you get inspired? Mm. Hey, it's like uh, being ready, getting ready. Just stay ready. Just be inspired all the time, you know? Oh, another thing is to just shake it up. Shake up your routine. Shake up your life a little bit. Do, make it different. That's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. M- change things up. Yeah. Change up the environment. Leave hey, the right house. Now, right now, around. let's all pause and change the backgrounds on our phones. That'll do it. Yeah. You're a firm believer that the background on your phone, since you look at it all the time, uh-huh. it's got special energy. Oh, that's a whole. So like, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. I want that to be a different episode. Well, now. It, you can't use all the that good juice too. I think other people out there. Well, they're should gonna. Know. You know what? They're gonna have to invest in the pod, and they're gonna have to wait a little bit. Oh, Maybe it'll be next tease. week. It'll be next what week. What a what a teaser! <laughs> all right, fine. Moving on. We'll move on to the next question. Oh God, I hope it's next week. <laughs> so this next question is, how do you stay productive? Especially when working from home. Ooh. When working from home, how do you stay productive? How I'll, do you I'll, stay productive, Hubbin? You know, um, I'll, I'll give you my trick. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel productive uh, ever. I always feel like I'm behind on something. I feel like I'm missing something. I'm not doing something. I have like this list in my mind of a hundred things to do and... If I do about a dozen or so, I feel pretty good. I feel like I did good enough, but there's always something else that maybe like a if I was just the like the best version of myself, I would take care of all a hundred things. Yeah. But somehow it's tough. It's yeah. tough managing all your time and you know, doing all these things. But what makes me feel good is kind of what I was talking about earlier about enjoying the process. Yeah. And not getting so fixated on the end result, the end goal, the final product, because that's just, you don't know. Yeah. You know, you could, you could be working on something and moving in a direction. And by the time you get there, you're a different person. The project is a different project. You, you just don't know. So I, I like to be open and open to the idea of, hey, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. You know, just go out and do the thing and start working on the thing. And if it blows up or doesn't go anywhere or makes you money or costs you money, like, who cares? Who cares? All about fear. I mean, (laughs) we're all at different places on the timeline. But the reality is, like, whatever is your motivator has nothing to do with the thing. You know, we all have different motivators, but you should just focus on the thing and make, make sure that the thing makes you happy. If it makes you happy and then you're golden, you know, it doesn't matter if you make money off it. You know, it's a hobby. Maybe if you do it long enough and you do it the right way, maybe you can transform what is a hobby into something that's profitable or like making you some, yeah. making you some chump change. Go to the, go to the movies. By myself. Buy, buy a drink. So for me, being productive at home is based on how busy I am because if I'm super, super, super busy, I don't really have a choice. I don't want to not get paid. (laughs) So there's that. But then there's the flip side where there's always ups and downs. Lately, not as much. I feel like it's been pretty steady as we grow. But it's also like you have to just get done what you need to get done in order to just like live. But then there's the side of that. There's a side of things where it's like, I want to make sure that I don't have to work on a Saturday or a Sunday. Sure. And you, you in might. order in order to make that happen, you just have to kind of bust ass and get it done. How's this? Leaving the house. Yeah. So working from home. I don't usually. Leaving the house is really important. 
to like take a break. You love leaving. Move away. I love you, leaving the house. And thank God because I need I you to leave. I try and wake up and leave the house. Even if I have nothing going well, on. Well, we always, I got to say, we start every day with our walk. Yeah. We're like, much. we're almost retired walkers. True. We're like an much. old, very old. We like, take the decrepit. same route every day. Like those like two hunchbacks that like you can't tell who's the man and who's the woman. Yep. They almost look like brother and sister. Yeah. But like they've been in love for like 60 years. So, you know, step to that. Yeah. Literally. Holding hands. All right. Next question. (laughs) Fair enough. So you made me on Bennett. My advice for when it comes to staying productive. It's about lists. It's about Mm -hmm. goals. It's about staying focused. And if you stay focused, stay on track. You might not feel it. You might not always be feeling it, but it doesn't really matter because there's someone out there that is feeling it less or feeling it more. So, you know, work hard, have fun, and get out of your house. If you work from home, I can't tell you enough. Get out of your house. Yeah. Rearrange the environment. Do all the above to keep it fresh, exciting, and also keep it clean. You can't have a dirty house that you work from because that's what then, then you got a dirty house and a dirty office. And it's just, try being motivated when you have, like, crap all over the place. Thank you. Next. It doesn't, doesn't work. <laughs> all right. Mainly because our place is always a mess, and I just wanted to stop talking about it. <laughs> Fair it's enough. It's never clean. <laughs> right now, it's actually looking pretty good. Pretty damn nice. So. <laughs> so we're moving on. How about another question here? Yes, please. Do you think it's gotten more accessible and easier for people to be the quote-unquote content creators, which is a, a term for in, you know content creator, influencer. You're, you're in that world. Has it gotten easier and more accessible? I think there's two sides to this coin. On one end, you have all these resources to look to, to kind of follow along or see how it's done or just know what to expect because it's been done now a lot more than maybe somebody would think but you're not breaking new ground yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. well not well it's still really really new the industry as a whole like it's so new but there's the other side of things where there are so many people who want to do it now that it's becoming less of a demand. And I think I talked about this in the photography episode. Mm -hmm. Um, The more that people want to do it and the more that people come on and make it a reality, that means that people who are photographers or people that have been doing it for a longer amount of time uh, won't be as necessary. Well, and the technology too. At the end of the day... Well, if someone is willing to do it for less money then why are the people that want more necessary unless they're just absolutely balls to the walls incredible well it depends it depends i think yeah because people want all kinds of different i think it's definitely case by case but there's so many sides to that like i'll tell you what i like yeah and what a lot of my friends agree with me on Hmm. is we would rather when we're on like Instagram or Facebook or wherever and we're, we're absorbing other people's content. Yeah. People put stuff out there in the world. When we're, you know, enjoying it, I enjoy a lot of it. And if I don't, I don't follow it or I don't, you know, whatever. But the stuff that I do follow, I try and be in, engaging with. I try and, you know, physically like it. And, yeah. you know, maybe dialogue, comment, things like that. But what I'd rather have is someone that's super authentic and constant and posts regularly than someone that's amazing like 100 percent is like the perfect account for me mm. but they only post like a couple few times a month don't really do stories or videos but their stuff is just money like awesome i could kind of care less at the end of the day i, I want to see the same people mm-hmm. and i want to see like their evolution i want to see their their character come through yeah and i think i'm not special that way i think a lot of people would rather have would rather follow someone that's got a bunch of like bs content but they're really consistent and they keep putting it out there than someone that's like 
knock you on the floor amazing yeah but it's kind of sporadic there's no like constants to it well it's like if you love a tv show and you're like addicted to it and you want to see what happens next would you rather tune in every day or like once a month (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah so i think that it's i think that you can do anything that you want to do if you set your mind to it and try hard enough but i will say that like this whole world takes so much practice and tenacity and like they're all things that everyone's still trying to get better at but i also feel like anyone is capable i got a youtube channel i'm about to uh announce i think well i just kind of i just kind of did got a yeah silent clap yeah i got (laughs) uh main man ben is starting a youtube channel where i'm going to be reviewing movies i'll be following up with some announcements about that in the coming weeks i've been working on it for a long time episode announcement i've been working on it (laughs) long time it's gonna be a lot of fun it already is a lot of fun i'm having a great time and even if it's just for my my mother shout out to your mom then i'm okay with that yeah i'm okay i don't care about the the fallout i don't care about what it's going to do for me i'm going to invest a lot of time energy so what you're saying is that you are starting it not to you know you're not gonna have any expectations i'm kind of doing it as an excuse just to watch more movies Mm -hmm. because i already watch a lot of movies we did that the other night but it's just one of those things i've I've had this idea in my mind and i've wanted to do it and i haven't done it going back years and so i'm just not into that where i'm at in my life now is hey i want to do it i'm not going to wait what am i waiting for yeah so i'm going to go and just do it and hey I'm not doing it for anybody but for me. If anyone out there listens to it and enjoys it, it'll be available podcast. It'll be available in a YouTube format. It's going to be a lot of fun. And hey, if you need some movie recommendations, you ever turn on Netflix and you're like, I don't know what to watch. There's so many movies out there, but I don't know what to watch. I got all the movies. I, I've watched all the movies for you. <laughs> you don't need to watch them. I'll let you know which ones to watch. I'll let you know what, why they're good, why they're maybe not so good. I got some movies on my list that aren't very good, but the way, you know. Today's episode brought to you by the YouTube channel that's coming. Kicking it tough at the movies. Coming to you (laughs) spring 2019. (laughs) Moving on. We got other questions here, though. I don't want to go too too deep into. All right. We got another question here. This one, actually, we got a couple couple of this. This came up a couple times. How do you always make sure to stay ahead of your craft when the space is always changing? Oh, that's a good one. Stay ahead. Stay ahead of the craft while the space. So change it. I guess change that's space. hard because I don't really feel like I, I don't feel like I do. You know what I mean? It's not that I don't feel like I do. It's just like I'm, I'm just doing what I love and what feels right to me. And, you know, testing boundaries with colors and still continuing to play with my process. So I guess just continuing to play and keep it light and fun is kind of my version of staying ahead. Does that make sense? The question's kind of fun because it assumes that you are ahead. Yeah, that's... You are ahead of the craft. uh, Thank you. (laughs) You are ahead. I think that's initially why I said I don't feel like I am because uh, it's assumed that maybe I am, but I don't feel like I am. Does Mm. that make sense? Well, I'll tell you one thing that you do that maybe you don't fully appreciate, but I'm aware of, is you diversify how you get your content. Yeah. You use your phone, which is a new, like the newest iPhone, right? So that's got a nice camera on it. It's got some, some chutzpah. Yeah. It's got some juice. Yeah, it's a good one. But then you have like a collection of some like DSLR cameras. Shout out Nikon. Yeah. And For now. So, ooh, that's maybe <laughs> dun, dun, dun. foreshadowing. Second announcement? I and, might change that. <laughs> and uh, so you got these great Nikon cameras. Yeah. So you're so you're working with that. Uh-huh. You also have a drone. Mhm. We found a pretty inexpensive drone. At the time that we bought it, it's even cheaper now by like three, four hundred bucks. Yeah. We are big. Well, it's because a new version came out. Big drone supporters. Go and get a cheap drone. Even the cheapest drones are awesome. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're taking pictures with a drone, an iPhone, camera, three very, very different 
from yeah and creators from a, from a perspective that people aren't used to mm. that's why it's so interesting because not a lot of people are using drones in the grand scheme of things yeah like especially you know shout out gals gals who drone girls who drone yeah pretty fun so not only do you use multiple pieces of equipment to get the picture or get the video then you edit it is that how you stay ahead of your craft then is like you're using every tool you can find like you got the drone you got the phone you got the camera you're using photoshop lightroom testing out several image i guess i'm just used to that and i don't think of it as necessarily staying ahead but yeah i just i don't think that i i just don't think that i'm ahead the space keeps changing. Yeah. That's what the, so the question's asking. The space keeps changing. Right. How do you stay ahead of that? How do you manage that? How do you think about that? Ooh, you know, what just kind of came to mind was being eager to learn and keep learning and keep practicing. Stay ahead of what's happening in the world of post-production and keep your finger on that pulse because... I mean, there's so many things at our disposal now in the terms of like learning and just being little sponges in the YouTube space, YouTube University, where you can learn anything for free, (laughs) right? It's true. If you search hard enough, it is there. Pretty much. But not everyone can learn like that. Like definitely got to give it up to art school for kicking me in the pants with the activities and the requirements and the homework. Well, it kept on having you do very different things. Yeah. So you had to put different hats on and different pants on, different shoes on, and you had to put a lot of different things on. Yeah. To like do this, try this out, see if you like high format, if you like digital, if you like retouching, like what is your thing? Maybe studio, maybe you're using lights. I'll tell a quick story. I had a cousin, that like a dis- distant cousin, Actually, it might have been a family friend. I actually don't even know this guy. Never mind. I don't want to tell the story anymore. Okay. Right, I'll tell it anyway. So this guy, he wanted to make movies. He yeah. wanted to make a bunch of movies. He was a filmmaker. His movies weren't very good. But that's all relative. Um, but they weren't very good. They weren't like people weren't appreciating them, right? He wasn't making money on them. But in order to make these movies, he kept on collecting lights, all kinds of lights, all kinds of light setups, systems. He had a whole garage full, top and down, of lights. Different lights because for film shoots in different locations, whatever. Yeah. He had so many, he had to get a warehouse for them. Wow. And he's like, this is getting stupid. It's getting stupid. It's getting incredible. Why, what am I even doing with all these lights? I'm not even My movies aren't even that good. I don't, even, I don't think that this is maybe what he was saying to himself. I'm just envisioning. But what he did was, he one day, there, a guy came up to him and asked him, if he could rent or borrow some of the lights Mm -hmm. for a film shoot for like a model shoot, like a photo shoot. And the guy's like, sure. And he gave him like a couple hundred bucks to borrow some lights for a day. And he's like, Oh, well that was pretty easy way to make some money. And from that point forward, he basically the idea of making movies and scripts and getting directors and actors, producers, all that stuff went out the window and he went full on in uh, being a lighting rental company. And, you know, cut to mid-2000s. That was the last time I was, uh, you know, where this guy. He had a, his own warehouse that he had bought free and clear. It looked like a freaking Ikea full of lights. Damn. And he's making, he's making millions. LA? He's making millions. Yeah, up in L.A., selling lights and renting out lights. And it's, it's, I mean, so you might start on your path. The whole point of the story is you might start on your path thinking you're passionate about this thing. Yeah. But if you if you do it long enough and if you do it well enough, it might take you on a completely different path. Yeah, you know, I was you also... Could, you could wind up somewhere else. That reminded me... It reminded me of a thought that I had earlier today, and it just ties in with this. Um, you might see something that you think that you would want to do full-time, And it doesn't matter what it is, like online or not, whatever. But like, for example, if you want to be full-time content creator, whatever, you have to start with photography. It doesn't exist without an image or a video. 
and that's all visual. So practicing photography might lead you to just fall in love with it and maybe you want to do weddings or family portraits or anything else that has to do with that and not go all the way to the content part because you found what you were looking for. It's funny you say that because that's pretty much the next question what on the list what of questions is and we got this guys we got, I really don't know we got a lot of this too this was a yeah. very consistent question that came across and i i love it which one it's how do i start shooting family portraits and engagements without a portfolio for people to see that was me yeah hi train train's here train saying like yo i think i know the answer and the train is within me so i'll just say it you are the train. We are the train. We're one with the train. How so, do you do it? How do you like the chicken or the egg? The right. portfolio or the photo shoot? Which one came first? I don't know. Yeah. Actually, I do know. You got to do it for free. You got to put yourself out there. Find some people that you look at and you're like, whoa, I really think that I could get some good stuff out of them. They'll do it. Any Everyone wants their picture taken. Especially if they are on Instagram posting pictures of themselves and they like to have that kind of look, definitely reach out and be like, hey, I think you're beautiful. I want your face on my website. Getting a portfolio is tough. Yeah. It's not, it never was easy for anybody yeah. in, any, in any portfolio ever made ever. It's not, it's not easy. Yeah. It requires a lot of time. Yeah. You gotta, it's got to be curated. You got to work on it. And if you don't know where to go with it, if you're at like ground zero, um, you're going to need to do some stuff for free. Yep. If you're into the family portraits, engagements, maybe inevitably weddings and things of, of that nature, it's a great entryway into the whole photography game, I think. Yes. It, it gets you, you have to be good on your feet. You got to be a people person. You got to work sales. You have to be good with a turnaround. It's not like you can take the picture and be done with it. You got to take the picture. You got to edit it. You got to get it back to them. You have to be cordial. There's a lot of layers to it, but you develop a lot of those base skills that translate to pretty much anything in the arts. Yeah. You got to be able to work with people. You got to be able to talk to people, you know, have a perspective. And if you do that long enough, then again, like your voice comes out. I think that is what got me out of my shell to be com as comfortable as I am on camera. Yeah. When I need to be on camera. Oh, you weren't always like that. No. You used to be a like a quiet little church mouse. Church mouse? It's an expression. Church mouse. It's I don't I've just pulled that out. <laughs> I think it means very quiet because it's a mouse, but it's also church. Because you have to be quiet. She, well, how would the mouse know? Library. Library mouse. <laughs> a library? Got a library? <laughs> Gross. I hate that laugh. Take it out. Okay. Um, okay. So where is it going with that? How do you start shooting family portraits okay, and engagements yeah. without a portfolio for people to see? Right. You got to get people to trust you. Family and friends. Yeah. They'll trust you just by your word, right? Practice they, on They want to support you. Find, Practice. Find the people that want to support you and go work it out. Hey, have you put out an ad on Craigslist? Have you gone to a local university and seen their student bulletin boards? There's usually places for models and actors and all kinds of things oh, like that. There's... This also ties into your whole idea of put it out no matter what. You can't just wait for it to be perfect in your own mind. Oh, yeah. Because I would, I would hold back so hard on certain wedding pictures when I had my wedding business because I didn't think it was good enough because I would compare myself and I've, I've learned since then that it's that's just a huge waste of time and you have to focus on your own thing so i would just not want to put anything on my website which by the way was and still is squarespace and i highly recommend using them for a portfolio website um shout out to you squarespace not sponsored but we wish <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so definitely go on squarespace use the avenue template Use whatever template is made for photographers. Put up something like put up six pictures that you've taken of people that you really love and just start there. I feel that maybe you don't feel that way. You just genuinely want to shoot more and you're looking for ways to do so. In which case, just take your friends out, use your family, 
and just practice like go out at sunset every night and just practice and yeah schedule a shoot with somebody and then when you get that one scheduled don't take the gas off go schedule another one yeah go figure out something else to do and if you're looking for the right time go like start 90 minutes before the sun sets on the horizon yeah, you're a and big, you you're will a big, get like, hour before this half an hour after I that love <laughs> just i just know i've just it's been a long it's time a golden hour for yeah. sure it just it makes it a lot easier if you're doing like post-production you feel more inspired in the moment because the lighting is just killer yeah so seek out the things see really it's about yeah, seeking out the things that make it easier for yeah, you it's not easy yeah but there are things you can do to yeah. make the whole process a little easier. If you're excited to get up for a sunrise shoot, you're probably meant to do this. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And yeah, like nothing you, gets in your way. You touched on it. It's a big, uh, a big thing that I'm passionate about. You know, your, your main man Bennett is passionate. <laughs> Sorry, I, I we probably won't keep that in. But no, the, the, the point. Do. The point being is, I'm passionate about doing things because. Reality is this. We think everyone's out there doing a bunch of stuff. Ain't nobody doing nothing. <laughs> Ain't nobody out. Everyone's out there doing a bunch of nothing. I tell you, I know a lot of these these guys. They're not doing nothing. And they're like very happy and quick to judge when so, whenever oh, okay. someone does like, what are you anything. Saying? Every, I feel like everyone's trying to do something. No, That's how I, I feel. Well, exactly. And I think that's how the whole system works. It's like everyone's out there. Everyone's doing everything. Everyone's on vacation. Everyone's got like the sickest camera. Everyone's got this. Everyone's got Everyone that. Everyone always has no. a project coming out. No, 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 no. <laughs> no one's got anything going on. Oh, so man. be happy like that you are doing something to yeah. advance yourself and have fun. And my expression that I've been rolling with is deal with the fallout. Good or bad. People might hate it. People might love it. Who cares? Go and do it and figure it out after the fact. And then guess what? When it's done, it's in the rear view. Yeah. Move forward. Drive this on. This is like 40% irrelevant. For this question, but I love it. There, I love where this is going. <laughs> there are there are people out there that you might follow who say that they're working on a special project that's coming <laughs> soon. Yeah. You guys, it's not coming There's soon. There's so many special <laughs> projects coming on. Yeah, you know? I can't wait for all of them. I can't wait. Yeah, they're all coming. There's so many projects coming. Yeah, I got about ten projects so, in the works right so now. So when you see that. Don't use it as a, God, everyone's just starting stuff. Everyone's doing something. Look at it and kind of have a playful moment in your head. Remember this moment on All About It, your favorite podcast, and say to yourself, they're not, they're not really starting it. No, they're not, (laughs) they're not doing nothing. I mean, if there's someone that you love and trust who like comes out with stuff all the time. They're still not doing nothing. No, don't. Okay, next question. (laughs) Next question. Last statement, no one does anything ever except for you if you want. Okay, moving on. Yeah. So (laughs) this one, okay. Oh, man. This is a tricky one. I don't know if I know the answer to this. I'm nervous. To to be honest, some of these questions get a little little tricky. Um, But how do you start getting paid work after doing a bunch of stuff for free? It kind of goes into... You know, hey, that's we're talking about the portfolio, right? Right. To inspire the people to want to work with you, and then how do you move? That's if that's level one. Now we're on to level two of how do you make it a money? How do you how do you make it a money after doing a bunch of stuff for free? I would start making sure that the free stuff you're doing is being seen by a huge audience somehow, like. Figure out a way to shoot a styled shoot for a huge wedding publication or somewhere online that's going to be seen. And then guess what? When someone emails you to hire you, you have to give them a rate card or tell them how much you are. So marketability. Yeah. Get it out there. I can guarantee that if you start getting emails of people wanting to hire you, they're not going to be like, oh, I don't, um, I don't pay. Like they're going to have to give you something at some point. I'm a big list guy. Yeah. And so sometimes the hardest thing that we can do is come up with the question. Yeah. And the question is like a daunting one. Like this one that we just had, how do I get paid when I've been doing all this work for free? But then if you start to really think about it, it is all any product or any business is about exposure. Yeah. You could have the, and forgive me, but you could have the dumbest product you could have the lamest 
your your perspective is trash. Your your editing not very good. What I'm saying is not very, it's not a very good thing. Whatever it is, whatever whatever you're doing, it's not very good. But if it got to the right people, if the right people see it, if the audience is big enough, it doesn't matter this anymore. This is why you see certain people and you're like, why why do they have every day? Yeah. Have you ever seen exposure. a movie that should never have been made? <laughs> like who decided to make this movie? This movie should not have been made. There's a lot of horror movies out there that go straight to like straight to whatever video was, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie shouldn't have been made. Yeah. The writing's bad, the director's bad, the acting's bad. Everything's bad. But yeah. hey, they all got paid. They're all having fun. You know, they all showed up and went to work and had a good time, I guess, and then went home. It happened. It exists. It's real. So what we're saying is like your stuff is probably great. Like the probability I think so. is that you've been practicing. You've been putting yourself out there for free, which I am a huge supporter of. I did that for many, 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 many years many when years. I was starting out. And yeah. guess what? I did a couple years ago. I did it last year because there are certain people that I want to support. And when you're when you like give and take in this world, it's important to recognize when it's appropriate and when you deserve to get paid. There you go. Yeah. So exposure. Now make a list. How do I get exposure? Just use some common sense. Use Google. Use YouTube. Yeah. How do you get the exposure? It's not easy. Nothing's easy. Yeah. Nothing anyone ever has done. Uh, you know, have you ever cracked an egg? With one hand. Well, that's not easy. That's, but Over if you a do, pan. but if you do it a lot, it becomes a. Uh, yeah, less like hard. I said, definitely. You know, online publications that get a lot of hits. Um, it depends on what field you're in specifically. Like if you want to get more exposure and get paid for weddings and, you know, maybe like couples portraits and stuff like that. Green Wedding Shoes, The Knot, Martha Weddings. There's so many different websites that can feature people if you just push hard enough and they do styled shoots, you know, get in touch with the right people Email people out of the blue and just see what happens. Also, if you ever have a super, maybe more specific, more pointed question, we got a bunch of them and we're going to reach back to people with, yeah. with some answers. Um, These are just more like generic, right. general questions that came up a lot. <laughs> yeah. But if you have a pointed question, you need some legit advice. We are a hop, skip, and an email away. You know, we got the all about it Instagram. It's a great Instagram. You can check it out, follow it, Do like it, like, like uh, the post the pics next question and then uh <laughs> all about it podcast at gmail.com is a yeah, great hit place. us up we've we really enjoy the questions the stories keep them it coming. sounds like we're wrapping up but we're not no we're, we're like doing a few we, more. <laughs> we got we got more questions okay so okay. how about this what i love your color palette oh well, right away so the question's starting with are a they talking to you or me well, not me kidding me <laughs> uh, that would i don't have no color palette what am i I will morph you. Anyway, maybe maybe one day I'll have my own my own palette. Is his name Morpheus? Who from the from the Matrix? Yeah. Well, yeah his his name is Morpheus Does from the morph? Matrix. No. Okay. Next question. Well, now I'm just. I don't know what to think. <laughs> All right. I love your color palette. Let's just take a beat on. Just the, I love your color palette. Who, I'm, I'm with you. Don't ya. take a beat. Just I'm with you. I love the color palette too. It's sick. Keep it's going. It's a sick color palette. Keep going. Anyway, I appreciate that. Love your color palette, but do you find it restrictive when creating content? Here's the thing. Take it away. Here's the thing with that. I have a very specific, somehow mathematical way of applying the same treatment to every single picture you will ever see me put online and it makes it so that every color gets treated the same way every time which is why they all look similar the blues look similar the oranges look similar if there is red the red is a very special kind of red these are people's presets a lot of people do it um Sometimes, like I posted a video today, that was a different process because I haven't quite figured out how to use my Lightroom preset on a video, thank you very much, <laughs> but it's possible and I just haven't, you know, there's a little look into 
So it sounds like you don't find it restrictive. No, because I just know that it's all going to look the same because the same treatment is applied to every picture. Sweet. So they kind of work. They both work each other out. It depends if it's like a dark, if it's like dark outside, I'm not going to use that for anything Mm -hmm. because that's not my, that's not my vibe. We're, We're sunny here, you know? There you go. We got a couple more questions. Okay. A couple more. How do you work with brands to maintain a genuine, non-salesy approach? Ooh. So when I started out working with brands, probably in 2014, I want to say. Man, that's a long time. Yep. Um, I used to create ads that were not uh, authentic to what I would normally post. I'm not going to ask for an example. Right. You can go back and look. Yeah. You'll see what I'm talking about right away. You just say you worked with the brand or two that uh, doesn't align with your no, not everyday. Even, no, they would now. Like I would work with some of those brands now, but the way that I shot it, it was more like, you felt like I'm was, 100% okay. focused on this product as opposed to incorporating it into my everyday life, mm, okay. which translates so much better. And it's actually the way that I want to get it across. It's also what everyone in the process wants. Like the consumer, whoever is like looking at this thing, yeah. they want that from you. I like that when I'm seeing other people's ads. Exactly. And then the brand wants it to be as seamless as possible. Right. They don't want it to like someone have this beautiful feed and then here's like this thing that's just like this glaring, right? you know, ad for something. But you also, people have to appreciate this. And this is something my buddy Austin, shout out Austin and Danae and your, and your little baby. Uh, <laughs> love, love that little guy, um, Henry. Um you know, he worked in marketing with golf clubs and he he told me this was even a few years ago that they moved a ton of money away from print ads and radio, radio and like the PGA Tour and like TV and stuff. Yeah, they're like millions of dollars. Companies spend millions and millions of dollars on ad space. And wherever that revenue makes the most sense, wherever they get the best return for that investment, that's where the money's going to go. And they have people way smarter than me. Figuring that out every day. So smart. You know, and so the point being, over the past few years, these these golf companies are sending millions of dollars away from the print ads, newspaper, magazine, television, radio. Yeah. And they're putting it onto Facebook. They're putting it onto Instagram. They're putting it onto Twitter. So that real estate, like the pizza pie, (laughs) the the money, the bone, just the straight up, the money in that space year over year is growing. Regardless of what we think about it, what we do about it, doesn't really matter. The space keeps growing and more and more people every day, every hour on the hour, keep, people are throwing their hats in the ring. They're getting better at Photoshop. They're getting better with their feed or their camera. Everything is kind of moving in that direction. So these old forms of marketing, they're kind of falling by the wayside. They're not as valuable. They're just not working the same. They're not working as yeah. well. Everyone's on their phones now, you know? Yeah hours and hours a day and so it's it just makes more sense they get way more bang for their buck by working with uh influencers content creators individuals individuals those channels and they could be they could be a little channel they could be a big channel doesn't matter if you're on the spectrum you could still interact with these brands and businesses small medium yeah if you are trying to get into the space of advertising on your own instagram you don't have to have 50,000, 20,000, 10,000. There are people getting paid that have fabulous engagement who don't have a grand amount of fault. Like it's not, it's becoming more about how many people are actually engaged and how real your account is as opposed to the number of followers you have. So don't get caught up in that. Definitely keep at it if it's something that you're interested in because it's a really, really really cool thing that i i feel like i'm i feel really lucky to do it so we got one more question oh last question of the day all about it so how far do you schedule content creation or do you do it in batches as you go how do you plan it do you plan it help me wow they said help me 
help me. <laughs> okay. Help me. So. Help her. First of him, all, I want to ask you really quick. Do you have a different viewpoint of my business now that you are closer to seeing me work you know all the time lordy yes lordy 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 okay so i'll tell a little anecdote because when i was working full-time doing my concrete gig yeah several years ago uh or working project management um just this past year before I started working with you full time. I worked with you, I don't know what, 100, 100 times. Yeah. Different photo shoots, being a second shooter. I know my way around a camera. Okay, guys. So <laughs> I can uh, I can take a pretty good pick there. I'm just about so as good what, as a tripod. So what's the story? I'm like a, I'm like a uh, living, breathing tripod. Don't call yourself a tripod. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so I remember distinctly, like there'd be weekends. It's like I work full time. I get off work. Like I don't want to like going to some park and taking pictures or like I didn't I didn't want to do that I didn't I wasn't feeling that I wasn't something I I was inspired to do but I'm inspired by you and I'm gonna help you out so it turned like I wanted to help you in your endeavor right this is going back years ago years okay. and years so I kind of like in my mind I didn't like bite the bullet but I was just like okay this is something that's gonna make her happy it's gonna advance what she's passionate about so I'm gonna be there to help her and then that you know, a couple of years later, now you're doing weddings and I'm being a second shooter at the wedding. I got to, I got to shoot people's weddings, friends of ours, other folks. I got to, I got to make wedding videos through that. I got to do, and I keep saying I got to, like, I feel fortunate because I got an education. I take pride in that work we did and it kind of opened my eyes to how much fun it can be yeah. and the rewards you get from photography and videography you can really like change someone's day with a picture and it can be a beautiful thing it can be a simple thing it doesn't have to go all out but so over the course of the past i'd say like five six years i went from being not super supportive to like now we work full-time together right so i'm yeah. i'm 100 you know hands and feet all in but there was a no, time I where, just want to say really yeah. quick, you were very supportive and you always have been of me like 100%. But I had an but attitude. But there were times when you made it attitude. very clear yeah. that you didn't want to do something. I would like tap my watch, like, you know, where you like you tap your wrist, you know, you like tap it like, oh like hey, it's time. This and I'm, and I'm like not I'm not wearing a watch. Ago. You're just kind of tapping the wrist going like, see, this is where my watch would be. To say like, but now we're running, we're running out of time. Now you fully see, like years later, this was a long time ago. Now it's like you are encouraging us to do extracurricular stuff for the biz. Oh sure. Like let's go drone tomorrow. Let's go on a walk and bring your camera. Do you want to go out and watch the sunset? Like you're the one pulling me outside. You know. Yeah. Well, it's something that I feel like we were already doing these things, but now we just have a, we're more thoughtful about yeah, it. And we're yeah. more, I'm, I'm really passionate about it. Yeah. I also don't, I don't want to, I want to practice what I preach. And I tell people all the time, like, go and do the thing, have fun with the thing and, you know, figure it out. Cause I feel like a, a creative life is a very fulfilling life. I'll tell you, yeah. you know, you create something, not everyone can do that. Not everyone's cut out to do it. So you go down that path, it's very rewarding. It's not easy, and you've got a lot of a lot of hills to climb and might not make a whole lot of money. So the original question, yeah, remind think, me one more time. I just wanted to get your perspective on that, uh, that this, change in our lives. Oh, yeah. Well, this is about how do you schedule so content. So for this one, with ads, if I'm working with a brand to promote a product on my channel, on my Instagram, I will think about the colors of the product, where I want the picture to be, like a couple different options. If I'm in it, how does my outfit reflect the product? Like, does it take away? Does it add to it? Does it make it easier to see whatever it is I'm trying to show off? Like, there are so many factors and things to think about. And usually the moment that I get the product or I know exactly what it looks like because typically I've seen it before or I already have it because it's stuff that I like to use then 
I'll work around, you know, the shapes and the colors and try to do my best to like, you know, all fingers point to what I'm trying to get across. Does that make sense? Sure. And then with stuff that I just go out and do for the print shop, I feel like that's just kind of happenstance from adventuring. Like we went out to the desert two days ago. Was that yesterday? No, that was two days ago. I don't even know. I don't even know. (laughs) All the photo shoots are blurring into one. Yeah, so we went out to Borrego Springs and we found a field of flowers and I had no idea what it was going to look like. Shout out to the beautiful ladies at the Borrego Springs Visitor Center. Yeah. With all the great information. Yeah, they gave us some great info, um, where to find them, you know. So we shot there, but I didn't know what it was going to look like. But what came from it makes me really excited just for the print shop's sake. Sure. So that's for the print shop. There's stuff for promoting products on my Instagram. And then I feel like I'm missing a a third in terms of scheduling what kind of shoot it could be. I definitely take into account. Yeah, I take into account like if we're going somewhere where I'm going to be in it, I think about the colors and I'm like, okay, okay. So this is a good example. When we went to Mexico, the Mayacoba, shout out Fairmont Mayacoba, wonderful establishment. We had a lot of green on that trip and I knew that there would be. And so I planned my outfits to be very bright, very colorful the opposite of green, whites, like just brights and colors. And that's the kind of stuff I think about when we're going to go on a trip and I know that you're going to take my picture for one reason or another. We might sneak in a campaign, you know, every once in a while. But it just depends on colors and textures and what's in the picture. And there's just, there's a lot of thought that goes into it in terms of what it looks like but then let's say that I'm shooting a campaign in the kitchen and the kitchen's super clean and it's styled nicely which is not the norm (laughs) lately um I'll take the product out or I'll switch things up a little bit in there and I'll take some just blank shots of the kitchen that I know will do well at any given point and we call that evergreen content oh so that it will be good any time of year well except Christmas maybe but like it will be good to post at any point and then I have that in my back pocket you know for a rainy day or if I want to schedule it at a certain point you know what I mean yeah so that's kind of how I work around things it has a lot to do with color a lot to do with product and just what I have in mind and yeah that's my two cents there you go yeah well that's a bit I feel good that's it for the questions yeah that's it for the questions. And if anyone has additionals, is that a word? Additionals? <laughs> yeah. We just additionals. Send them in. Uh, allaboutitpodcast at gmail.com. Or we have a form that you can fill out on the website, allaboutitpodcast.com. Instagram, allaboutitpodcast. We get, we get silly. We post videos. We sing in the car. We dance at home. Well, I sing in the car. I don't. Yeah. I kind of lip it at home. I kind of lip it and like shake my hand at the camera like I know what I'm doing. Listen, never said the content was any good. Never <laughs> said, never, never claimed that. Yeah, look at so our Instagram. Quit, quit putting that on me. Don't you put that voodoo on me. Don't you put that voodoo on me. <laughs> okay, it's okay. not supposed to be good. Okay. It's just supposed to be what it is. All right, all right. Can't deal with it. I all put right. a camera in my house. You're going to see me doing what I do. I am the camera. I'm not, you know, what am I supposed to do? Apologize for listening to Barry White? God, no. Not today. Not ever. Not today. Well, baby, sweet baby, my baby. What am I going to do? Uh, I think that's just Outro. about. I think that just about wraps it up. Thanks for listening, guys. And as always, if you have a free moment or a sweet tinge, and you want to go give us a rating or a review, that would be great. Oh yeah, on iTunes. Come on. Why on not? ITunes. Go do it. Do, we appreciate do, you guys. Do yourself a favor. Do us a favor, and go review the thing. <laughs> How about that? This thing we like to do once a week. We appreciate you tuning yeah. in as always. We can't thank you enough. Thank we hope you. you liked it. And we hope to bring more business topics soon to the episodes. We appreciate you. Yeah. See you next week, guys. Until next time. Bye.